We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Rob Dolce here. I got Jeff Goodman with me. Hell no. John Fink. Are we still live? We're 68 till I die. I'm sorry, man. I blacked out. Randolph children. DJ Khaled, you know the big DJ Khaled guy? Hands grow up and in. Goodman needs to be fired all the time. Josh Tapka. You're going to beat people straight up. You know the deal. They have no swag. They have no nothing. Terrell McNeil. From the bluest of the blue bloods to the smallest of the mid majors. This is Field of 68. After dark. It's the Field of 68 After Dark on this Thursday night, February the 29th. Yes, we had one extra day in the month of February, and I can promise you this to all of our listeners and followers, it'll be worth it. We have one hour to go until our favorite month of the year. There is no month like it. It is where Cinderella's slipper gets pulled out of the chariot. It is where the improbable becomes reality. It's where one kid can become an overnight sensation, where St. Peter's can become the story of the sports world, where Fairleigh Dickinson, David can beat Goliath. There's nothing like college basketball during the month of March, and the madness is here, and we at the Field of 68 are going to bring you wall-to-wall coverage unlike any that you see across college Hoops. I'm John Fanta. Matt McCall's here. Jeff Goodman's here. And Jeff, March is about to arrive. And I don't think any, we cannot wait for it to tip off. Yeah, this is F in March, John. This is F in March. And I'm going to get started here <laughs> by eating a little bit of Caitlin Crunch. All right. Mm, pretty good. Caitlin Crunch time. Go get yourself a box. Is that cereal, Jeff? Is that cereal? Yeah, it's good. No, it's really good. I'm telling you. Okay. Fanta All threw right. his away. Go get it out of the trash, Fanta. It's really good. I did, I did not throw away my Caitlin's Crunch time, for the record. <laughs> that is absolutely false. Uh, but Caitlin Clark announced today that she is heading to the WNBA draft. We congratulate her. But she's got an even bigger thing coming this weekend because she's 18 points away from passing Pistol Pete Maravich. And while we're waiting on our guests, like Coach McCall, you, you, it sounds like you're, you're ready to take the basketball. That, it's pretty spectacular that somebody's going to pistol, pass Pistol Pete Maravich. That's crazy. It's, it's, it's truly remarkable. And 
you know, her and Zach Eady both coming out and saying they're into the draft. I get it. Now there's no more questions about it. They can put that behind them. There's no more distractions. We're not talking about it. We're not asking any more questions. Both of them are going to go try and win a national championship. But Caitlin Clark has completely transcended the game of women's college basketball. And, you know, my daughter, we were sitting at lunch the other day, and she was on the TV, and I said to her, and she's 10 years old, do you know who that is? And she knew who Caitlin Clark was. And I don't know if there's a player in men's college basketball that she knows who it is. That's that's what she's done for the game. She's transcended it. Um, it's truly remarkable. She's got a cereal that Jeff Goodman is really enjoying right now. Um, but we're, uh, you know, for, for her to come out and announce that she's going pro and Zach Eady announced that he's going pro, they can both put that behind them and just focus on the rest of the season. And Iowa – Women's basketball, I mean, look, it's going to be tough to beat South Carolina and Dawn Staley. It's going to be really, really tough. But there's no more distractions of what's next for her. She's just going to continue to be, break records and uh, try to win a national championship. And I think that's why that she put out there that, that she's going to go pro because now she doesn't even have to answer any more questions about it. Hmm. Jeff. Your daughter Talia's covering women's hoops, and we'll get into men's men's hoops here. Have you ever seen anything like this? Three thousand six hundred and fifty points. She's eighteen away from passing Pete, but but here's the thing, and she's going to do it on Sunday against Ohio State. This is more than 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 the points and all the everything that she does. She she got cut from Team USA World Cup tryouts for the U eighteen team, a U seventeen team back when she was sixteen years of age. Like this is a this is an unbelievable American sports generational story right yeah i mean i saw a week ago tonight i was in bloomington and and went there to see caitlin clark i mean i kind of went there to see my daughter but more to see caitlin clark and uh even though she struggled in the second half she was not great it doesn't matter like just the way she plays the game is so much fun to watch right she she's kind of like steph curry but she talks so much shit too. So it's fun. She backs it up, right? She She's talking to the Indiana coaches. I'm not going to repeat what she said, but she's talking to their coaches. They're kind of talking back. I mean, it is, it's a spectacle to watch her play. Uh, so much fun. Almost as much fun as our next guest, John Fenna. Oh, yeah. Almost as much fun. Yep. Not quite. You want to talk, you want to talk about a guy who backs it up. This guy's backed it up all year long. His 20-win Crimson Tide, who are going to welcome in number four Tennessee on Saturday night in prime time. College game day's heading there. It's going to be wild. He's an All-American, folks. Mark Sears is joining us, the Alabama superstar. Mark coming off of a big game, 26 points, five rebounds, four assists, and a 103-88 win at Ole Miss. Mark, thanks for joining us on Field of 68 After Dark. How would you describe this journey with your team and, and what it's like day in and day out in NATO's program that's led you to being the best version of yourself? I want to say, hey, thanks for having me on the show. Um, you know, I would say um, this season, it's, it's been a lot of ups and downs, you know, um, uh, early, you know, early on in the season, fresh new team, playing the schedule that we play, you know, we've really learned a lot about ourselves and, uh, and it really helped us out to come to SEC play, you know, um, SEC play, we're off to a really strong start. And, you know, I feel like everybody just is, they're learning how to gel with each other. Hey, Mark, 
Uh, I know Nate's been on you a little bit for your defense uh, lately, Coach Oates, especially after I heard uh, Coach Preston Murphy, assistant coach, 47-year-old Preston Murphy, uh, took you down in one-on-one recently. Like, come on, man. You got to be able to check out Preston Murphy. Come on. Uh, oh, man. I, I, I Every every day I'd be like, you want to run a rematch back? He'd be like, no, nah, no, nah, you got it. You got it. So, you know, I, I, I definitely took him lightly. I, I didn't know he still had it. <laughs> you still got Listen, it. Listen, Jeff, Good, Jeff Goodman, is all, he's always sticking up for the New England guys. Okay? So, so right. don't even worry right. about that. I, I, I want to <laughs> ask you this, man. Just You guys got the best offense in the country. 91 points per game. What is it that just makes this offense click? I say, um, you know, the guard play and the the, the really the guard play. You know, is me, Aaron, Rylan, Latrell, um, Davin. Uh, we're just we're just very deep. You know, we all play fast, and it doesn't. I don't have to have the ball in my hands for us to be good, and uh, that's we're just very special all around. Mark. You've got Tennessee Saturday night, and the SEC is filled with elite atmospheres. So I'm handing you the microphone right now. What's your message to Crimson Tide fans ahead of Saturday evening? I want, I want, I want them to be there, be loud, and show out. It's gonna be, a, it's gonna be a show, and we're gonna need every one of y'all to making a making a great atmosphere for us. And we'll, we'll, we'll need it. You know, if I had told you right now, again, with losing, obviously you knew you were going to lose Brandon Miller, but, you know, Betty Ako, Quinterly, you lost a lot from last year's team. Some of it expected, some of it unexpected. If I had told you right now with three games left in, in the regular season that you'd have a chance to, to play for an SEC title, and obviously this next game is going to be huge in determining that, what do you think you would have told me if I had told you that in the preseason? It would have been hard for me to believe it, but you know, uh, yeah. you know, I've, I've, I'm a hard worker. You know, um, I'm not surprised at all that it that it that it happened. Mark, you're, when, you're, when you, hey, you're, I know you guys started studying. Go ahead, man. Starting studying Tennessee today. What's the biggest thing that stands out to that team, and what do you think you guys got to do in this game to come out on top? You know. Uh, they're, everybody on that team really good, but Dalton Kinnett is somebody that really stands out to them. You know, he once he's going, they're all going, and we got to do a really good job of slowing him down, and also controlling their big man in the paint, and also controlling Zegler and uh, Vescovi. Give me your favorite Nate Oates story. I texted you before this. I said you better come up with something good. There's a lot there. Now you're good with playing time. You played 40 minutes last game. Nate is not going to sit you no matter what you say. You're good. All right, a good a good old story. Man. That's a that's a tough one. He he has he has a lot. That's that's a tough one. It's hard to give you just what, one. What, what what's the best what, what's dude, the best the last, I'd say this. He's got he's got some Blazers in the mix too now. I mean, his jacket game is strong. Oh yeah, he he has a lot of options. He, he definitely have a lot of options, but I say uh Say last game, you know, was it Ole Miss on the road, and uh, you know the refs they were they were kind of being biased, calling on one side, and then OC was just trying to take up for us, and he was letting the ref hear it. And then as a players in a the timeout, we tried to break him up, so he wouldn't get a tech, 
and you know, uh, after the timeout, you know, it's our ball. We're getting ready to run a play, and then before the ball even gets in play, uh, <laughs> Oates end up he getting a tech, <laughs> and then we the players we go to coaching was like he was like I didn't even say anything, <laughs> and we all just <laughs> laughed because <laughs> knowing coach you know he's, he's, he's very competitive. Yeah, he's he's so yep. competitive. Like we we know he said something. <laughs> hey, I got one more before Fanta closes it out. So, we were there for the A and M game, and we went out before the game the night before. I forget the name of the place we went to, but it was awesome. Great spot. Uh, long line. We got in uh, with with Coach Murphy and Coach Conch. Uh, you were in Athens, Ohio, before that for two yeah. years. A party school. I mean, like the number one party school in America at one point. Give me which is a better place to party, Athens or Tuscaloosa? Man, it's uh, it's really close, but I'm gonna have to say Tuscaloosa. You know, it's it's an unbelievable unbelievable atmosphere here. Mark, I want to ask you this. All right, because everybody's got a basketball journey, man. What, what's the time in your life where you felt like you got doubted, where somebody said something about you, whether it was in high school, whether it was growing up, and it's something that's driven you throughout your career to get you to this point, being All-American level? I'd say on, on the EYBL circuit, my, uh, my 15U year, all the way to my 17U year, not getting the offers that I wanted. You know, I always believed that I was a, a high major player, high major point guard coming out. And, uh, you know, not other many people didn't see that. So, you know, that's something that I still carry onto my shoulder this day that I'm going a, I'm to a prove you wrong. And that's the mentality that I try to play with every night in and night out, just having a chip on my shoulder that I'm going to prove you wrong. You know, and it feels like that with this group. Before we let you go, like, you're, you're that mold. Aaron Estrada... When he went and transferred, people there are people out there who said, uh, Hofstra Alabama, that's going to be hard. He, I don't think he can handle it. That seems to be the mold. And, and you guys started the season six and five. You don't have to give anything away, but there was noise. There was noise yeah. out there. Oh, there, there. How much did that just make you guys come this, this much closer together? Uh, we, we knew that it was a long season, you know, um, Nobody in the country really had our schedule that we had, and for a lot of new faces right. to come together and try to get it to click, you know, um, I'm very proud of what we did to get to where we're at right now. Hey, serious, you got a guard. All right, step it up on the defensive end, my man. I know you're hearing it from most yes, of everybody else. You can't, you can't be giving up a hundred plus, right? You gotta, yep. in order yes. to go deep in the tournament, you guys got to get better defensively, don't you? Yeah, we are. That's something we're working on every day in practice. We're going to continue to preach defense, defense, defense. And we look forward That's to watching that come on here as, as the calendar turns to March. Mark Sears, congratulations on what's been an amazing season. March is about to arrive, man. We hope that you're one of the faces of it. We know you will be. Best of luck. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Mark. Yeah. What kind, of, what kind of a kid, Jeff, before we go to our first break, what kind of a season has he had? What kind of a kid is he? I mean, so efficient this year. That's the one thing about Sears that stood out to me, the way they play McCall and how efficient he's been. And, again, it took him a little while. Last year, obviously, he played a role. 
went from being a guy at Ohio to playing a role behind Brandon Miller and some of those other dudes. But now he's the star. He doesn't look like it. He doesn't act like it. You heard him just now. You know, quiet kid, but, man, is he having an All-American type year and has carried that Alabama team all season. Yeah, the level of humility that he carries himself with is what's mo- so, so you know impressive about him. I mean, he's averaging more points now at Alabama than he did when he was at Ohio. I mean, I mean that's that's real. And even though it was two years ago, he played a role last year, just like you said. But uh, he's thriving. And when you talk about players transferring up, it's all about the right fit. And I know we're going to get into another guy here pretty soon in Dalton Connect, but that's that's it's a similar deal. It's about the right fit and going to the right place, and he he is a hundred percent done that. Our feeling the 68, Chris, Tennessee on the two-line, Alabama on the three-line, Tennessee and Alabama, 12-3 and in the SEC. We'll pick that game later. Up next, who's your All-American team? This is After Dark. As you guys know by now, we've partnered with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for the listeners and the viewers of the Field of 68 as we all get ready for the best month of the year, March madness if you haven't signed up for betmgm yet you can use the bonus code field 150 and you will get 150 dollars in free bets on your first wager with betmgm regardless of whether or not you win that first bet here's the best part all you need to do is deposit and bet five dollars of your hard-earned money this is how you make it work download the betmgm app and sign up using the bonus code field 150 that's field 150 deposit at least five dollars and place your first wager on any game you will receive up to 150 dollars in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of your bet just make sure you use that bonus code field 150 when you sign up and remember BetMGM is now available in one wallet in select states. As a New Jersey resident, this is super convenient when I have to go cover games in Philly or New York, which happens quite a bit. When you cross state borders, you just log into your existing account and fire away. You don't have to create a new account in each state. It's easy, it's simple, and it's clean. And most importantly, we have some fun stuff coming up for the conference tournaments and for the NCAA tournament. Bet insurance tokens college hoops odds boost and my personal favorite a nice little parlay boost here and there so download the bet mgm app and sign up today we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to the Field of 68 After Dark. Caitlin's crunch time is being munched on by Jeff Goodman. Iowa sent around cereal in Caitlin Clark's name. She's got her own cereal. She's that big time, among other things. Matt McCall's here. Jeff Goodman's here. All right, gentlemen. This segment's all about superlatives. March is about to arrive. So who do we have on our All-American teams? I'm going to have Coach McCall hit leadoff here. Matt McCall heading into the month of March. You're All-American starting five. Well, we got to go Zach Eady to start. I don't even think it's it's an even question. He's going to be the back-to-back national player of the year. I'm going to go Dalton Connect is my next pick on this team. I think if it wasn't for Zach Eady, we would be talking about him for uh, national player of the year. Um, I think Terrence Shannon has to be up there. Uh, what he's doing and, and, and for that Illinois squad is, and again, if, if Zach Eady's not in the Big Ten, and, you know, Terrence Shannon would be in, in consideration for, for Big Ten player of the year. Really believe that. Um, I think R.J. Davis is on my squad. Um, you know, Carolina right in the mix right now to win an ACC championship. He's got to be up there. And then I'm going to throw out a name uh, that I think is one of the greatest stories in all of college basketball. And Tyron Grant Foster from Grand Canyon. Really remarkable. That team is going to win a game in the NCAA tournament. I am convinced. When I fill out my bracket, I've got Grand Canyon advancing in the NCAA tournament. Uh, again, one of the best stories in all of college basketball. So those are my five right now, Fanta. Could it change in a week? It could. But that's who I'm going to roll with right now. Goodman, do you agree? Do you, or right, do you disagree? So- I mean, you can't argue with Edie and Connect. Those are one and two. I think on everybody's list, they should be one and two for the most part. If you don't have Connect two, you could have them three. But they're there. R.J. Davis is is a lock, too. I don't think you can argue with those three. Shannon, you know, just because of the suspension, you know, you, you don't know whether you put him on or not. He missed some games. Obviously, if he had played the whole year, I think he would be a lock as a first-team All-American. I'm going to put Tyler Kolick on there instead. Uh, just because, again, to me, he's the best. He's from New England. In the country. He is from Rhode Island. Yes, that does qualify. Uh, hopefully, he's okay it's, with it. It's amazing. It's a, anybody from New England is. It's going to be on Goodman's list. Anybody. They get a little bump. They get the Goodman bump if they're from New England. You you did not when you were coaching at UMass. You didn't get I did it. Not. You're no, not really a not. New Englander. Bad hire. You were you were a fake New no, England. I'm an Ocali. That's what you were. I'm an Ocalian. I'm an Ocala, Florida. Exactly. Okay, Nobody could understand what the hell you were saying. I mean, you're yelling and screaming on the sidelines. I, I needed somebody to give me sign language for what you were saying. Uh, the, the last guy was the toughest pick for me. I went with Jamal Shedd. I went with Jamal Shedd as my fifth guy. You know, he's the best player on today, the number one team in the country. And you know what? He's probably the best all-around point guard in the country when you factor in defense and scoring, and distributing, and toughness, and all that. Again, Shed and Kolick, it's like 
honestly, splitting hairs to me. They're that good. And uh, Evie Connect and R.J. Davis are locks, in my opinion. Fana? I wrote it out before the show. And look at that. It, it's great radio. Yeah. Wow. wow. Yes. Jeff Goodman wow. and I are matching. Talk about, talk about a Brilliant. connected yeah, team. Yeah, exactly. Talk about a connected team. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're, look, it's right. to me, and I think that that, like, Edie, Connect, Davis, Kolick, and yep. Shed. Yep. Uh, Tristan Newton was under consideration in my book. He, re- he really was, because I just think UConn's like a victim of their own success. They don't have one right. singular dude that's that's exceptional. But Shed, like, to me, though, the biggest takeaway, Jeff, Dalton Connect gives me Jimmer Fredette, Doug McDermott, bucket-getting vibes. Bucket-getting vibes. Yes. This is, like, Northern Colorado – to basically being consensus two or three in list of players in the country in which we all knew who the number one player in the country was coming into the year. This is unbelievable what Connect is doing. Jeff, are you putting Connect in Tennessee? Like, are they in tier A in, in national championship teams? If if you made the tier of four teams, is Tennessee in there? Are you are you ready to to totally buy into the concept that now is the time for Rick Barnes? to get his title, that there will never be a better chance. Yes, I agree with what you just said, but I'm not ready to put him in that first tier. I'm I'm still, I got him in that next tier. Um, And and the first tier to me is still UConn and Purdue. And then I think it's still Houston to me in the tier with Tennessee, maybe with Arizona. I still worry about Houston scoring the ball. When it gets down to it, I do. I just don't know if they have enough offense. Obviously, they're going to play a grinder. They're going to wear you down. I just worry. I saw it. Now, is it Fog Allen? I saw it when Jamal Shedd played his really D game. I mean, he was terrible. He hasn't played like that all year. But I worry even if he plays his C game, they don't have enough to withstand that. They don't. McCall, give a counterpoint here. Should Houston be in tier A? Yeah, and, and, and you know what? When I'm looking at my All-American team, and I, I, I put Tyron Grant Foster on there from Grand Canyon, Jamal Shedd is right there. Jamal Shedd's going to win Big 12 Player of the Year. Go back to the game this past weekend against Baylor and what they did in overtime. When Shedd hits the shot, and think about this, Jeff, and you've seen this happen so many times in college basketball. Everyone on Houston's bench thinks the game's over. They think the game is over. They won the game at the buzzer. They are celebrating, including Kelvin Sampson. And when they found out the game wasn't over and they had to go to overtime, the level of focus that that team had coming out of that timeout, we have seen so many teams in that situation have a dip and lose that game in overtime. And Houston was almost like, put more time on the clock. We want to keep playing this game. We're going to keep kicking their ass. Put more time on the clock. Put more time on the clock. That's how we're playing. And that mentality and watching what they did in overtime on the road to win that game, that that put them in the same category as UConn and Purdue for me. That was so impressive to see. There was no letdown. They played that next five minutes like they were on a mission, and they won that game. And to me, overtime really wasn't even close. So when I saw that and I saw the response in overtime, I'm like, okay, we, we, we put them in that next tier. They are there. And that guy in Shed is Big 12 Player of the Year. 
I've never felt a number one team in the country and a number one team in Ken Pomeroy gets more disrespected. And it's kind of a, it's, it's an oxymoron, but they're 25 and three and they play in the toughest conference of college basketball. If their name was Kansas, I think we'd be talking about them in tier A. It's just, it's just my take. I, yeah. I think that they, because they haven't broken through and because of the style in which they play, there's a doubt factor there. But honestly, that offense is not the that offense is ranked 18th in efficiency in the country. Tell me why I'm wrong yeah, there. I, depth. I, I think it's depth for me. It's more depth that that I just look at UConn and I say a guy can have an off night and UConn can win. Like you said, Tristan Newton can have an off night and UConn can beat a great team. You know, to me, Purdue, Edie's not going to have an off night, but but Braden Smith could, Fletcher Lawyer could. They've got other guys, Lance Jones. I just I feel like they're just not deep enough that if you've got Shed, you got Cryer who went through a bad stretch in the middle of the year where he couldn't make shots and and they struggled, and then you've got Emmanuel Sharp. Those are your three dudes. If they don't score, you're not getting a whole lot down low. Roberts was good the last game, but he's not going to get you 17 very often. Look, it's an interesting storyline, and I think it'll be an evolving topic here as the, as the month of March rolls on. Let's get to National Coach of the Year. Jeff Goodman, your National Coach of the Year on February the 29th is? T.J. Otzelberger, Iowa State. Wow. They're a game back. They're a game back of Houston. Nobody had them ranked in the top 25. Most people didn't have them ranked in the top 50 in the preseason. Legitimately, top 50. They're, they're freshmen that came in as a top 10 recruit, doesn't play, can't get on the floor, the kid Baloo. And they are a game behind Houston in the best league in America ahead of Kansas. TJ Otzelberger, to me, listen, I'll give you a couple other names when you guys are done. I want to hear your pick first. But TJ, to me, is number one right now. McCall, fire it. Amir Abdulrahim. South Florida, what is going on in that program is truly remarkable. When he took the job, I was scratching my head a little bit and a Floridian when we've seen that that program has not had really any success. Seth Greenberg had a little bit of success there. Uh, Stan Heath a had a little bit of a run. A little. But they, they, a very they, little. There has, not been, there has not been anybody there that's doing what he's doing. And even – in the beginning of the season, it got off to a little bit of a rough start. And you're like, here we go again with this program. And he's going to win the American. They're going to win the league. And you're talking about a league that had FAU and Memphis in it. I think it's one of the best stories in college basketball this season. He's doing a remarkable job. I want to say Kelvin Sampson, too, just because they're in a new league. They leave the American and go to the Big 12. And they're getting ready to win that league. That's extremely impressive. But we're talking about a, a program that has been bad, downright bad. And I just think that the fact that he's going to win that league this year, he, he gets my vote a thousand percent. Both your names are great. And I think what's awesome about this argument this year is that it is a true argument. I thought about Otzelberger. I thought about Abdur Rahim. I thought about Lamont Paris in South Carolina. But at the end of the day, yeah. I looked at a coach who inherited nothing, nothing, was picked third to last in the Mountain West, which is going to be a six-bid league. And I'm going with Danny Sprinkle and Utah State. This team is 
in first place in the Mountain West at 11 and 4, tied with Boise State, 23 and 5. Nobody in their right damn mind had this team at even 18 and 10 heading into this year. Nor alone 23 and 5. I'm going with Coach Sprinkle. Jeff, I know you had some other names and some other candidates. We got about 45 seconds. What do you make of that? So I think two more, and I had Sprinkle second in my list. I had Lamont Paris third. Uh, Dan Hurley's got to be in the equation with everything he yes. lost and, and the fact that they've been Kyle Smith. I mean, talk about a guy who's done more with less. Like, who's done more with less than 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 Kyle Smith? He's got no NIL. They're in second place in the Pac-12. They have a chance to win the league. He, he's done an incredible job. Those are those are the five I had listed. Uh, Amir Abdurrahim, obviously, is a great one, especially since he's finishing ahead of your idol, McCall, Dusty May. I mean, that's amazing. What about right Buckyball? What about Buckyball? Sanford, Bucky what Ball. about Buckyball? Yes. Bucky McMillan. Good one. Give the SoCon some love. Yeah. What he's yeah. doing is remarkable. Buckyball. Alan Huss at High Point, another one. Why not? It's it's a rich debate. It's a great debate. There is a real debate in college basketball this year for National Coach of the Year. But you're right. Otzelberger in the Big 12 to be that close to Houston is amazing. Hey, up next, what's up with the net? How would you fix it? And we'll get to Saturday picks, weekend picks on After Dark. Now that the college football season is in the past and college basketball is in full swing, I need to tell you guys about our partners over at Rhythm. If you're into sports betting, you need Rhythm, the place for data-backed props and picks. For those that are unfamiliar, Rhythm, spelled R-I-T-H-M-M, is the go-to mobile app for player props and game picks. Backed by AI predictive models, Rhythm helps you make smarter and faster betting decisions across all sports, but particularly college hoops, where there are as many as 150 games a day during conference play, many of which have softer lines at BetMGM than you'll find in the NFL or in the NBA. With Rhythm, you get data-backed picks for every Division I game every day users get free picks daily with the ability to upgrade to unlimited access and for those of you already using modeling you can build custom sports betting models within the rhythm app itself i and I'm a rhythm user and i found that i've been a better better when i focus on the lines where my gut and rhythms modeling are aligned to kick off the partnership between the field of 68 and the rhythm three people who download rhythm at the link below and create an account between now and the end of the day on thursday will be entered for a chance to win a free subscription with access to unlimited picks for college basketball the nba the nfl and more so if you want to increase your edge and win more bets Go to the link in the description and download Rhythm today. That's R-I-T-H-M-M, the place for data-backed props and picks. All right, let's dive into the weekend. Huge weekend in college basketball. Field of 68 after dark. Weekend picks time. This is going to be fun, and we're going to track this. We're going to be texting each other throughout the weekend to see who's right, who's wrong. We begin in the SEC. Coming up on Saturday, top 25 showdown. One of five top 25 games on Saturday. Saturday is going to be awesome. Florida and South Carolina. Uh, this game is in Columbia. Jeff Goodman, who you got? Yeah, I'm not going against South Carolina and Columbia. I saw that crowd about a month ago. Uh, they were on fire, and they're going to be on fire for this one because, again, 
you know, this is a team that's so much fun to watch because they play together. They defend, they play. Now they've had their, their, their downs right at Auburn, but for the most part at home, they've been pretty damn good. And I know everybody likes the, the Florida Gators these days, uh, but I'm not going against South Carolina at home. So South Carolina, as we, as we saw, uh, they're coming off a, a dramatic win over Texas A&M. Florida, the last time they had a, a big-time road opportunity, it was at Alabama. And Todd Golden's team gave one away. They were in position to win that game. The minus one seems fishy to me. I'm hopping on the wagon, and I am taking the Gators to make a statement on the road. They've won nine of their last 11 games. Uh, I, I just like the balance of this team right now. I think they're getting great production out of Zion Poland, who's up to over 15 points per game. Tyree Samuel is is playing his mind. I mean, he, he is playing out of his mind right now. 28 on 12 of 16 from the floor. This is a team, uh, Micah Handlogden is another guy yes. who's had some steadier performances here of late. Um, it's not that I don't like South Carolina. I just think that line's a little bit fishy, and I don't like taking road teams, but I'm going to take Florida. McCall, you break the tie. I just can't. I, I see the logo with the orange and the blue and the gator head. It's just hard for me. It's hard for me to pick against that logo. He gets all nostalgic. Need, he gets all nostalgic. I don't need gator Twitter to, like, kill me. I don't need gator Twitter to be all over no, me. Right? McCall. Um, but I like that random girlfriend. Hold on, McCall. McCall, don't be like the random girlfriend who, you know, or the random friend you have. It was like, I picked my bracket based on the team colors or mascots. (laughs) It's just something about that logo, Fanta. It's just something about the logo. I mean, I grew grew up, my dad was a middle linebacker, number 38, one of the greatest linebackers in the school history. No, but I'll say this, in, in all seriousness, Lamont Paris, unbelievable job. Took the right transfers. B.J. Mackey, he saw him. He coached against him when he was at Chattanooga. He was the right guy for his offense. They dropped those two games. Auburn beats them pretty handily. They turn around, they lose to LSU, and then they respond by going on the road and being Ole Miss. Like, that was big. This South Carolina team's for real. But so is this Florida Gator team. And Todd Golden last year, what I think he did coming out of the season that they had last year, he addressed – his competitiveness on his roster. Getting the right guys, taking the right guys in the portal that are about the right things, that want to win, that care about winning. You brought up Samuel. I I think Walter Clayton's one of the better transfers in all the country. I I don't think we talk about him enough. Like, I I don't think – even Rick Pitino's talking about him. You know, like, how good would St. John's be if he was on that? No question about it. He is phenomenal. If he's open and his feet are set, it is down. So – I just think Florida's playing well. You alluded to, to the Alabama game. They had every single chance to win that game, um, and i like them to win this one. They've won nine out of their last 11. Fanta, you just said it. I'm taking the Gators, not just because of that logo and because of the color orange and blue, but because I do believe that they're going to go on the road. And, and South Carolina, though, does have one of the greatest Florida Gator point guards of all time on their staff in Eddie Shannon who's doing a great job for Lamont Paris. There's a little bit of tie there. There's a little bit of tie there. A little bit of tie. 
Let's move. We got tons of games to pick. Too many to pick to, to drag it on. Here we go. In the Big East, Fueling the 68 comes out every Monday and Friday. The next edition Friday is going to be huge. You're, you're not going to want to miss it. Our bracketologists will be all over it. On Monday's edition, they had Providence in the last four in. They had Villanova in the first four out. What does this mean? Massive game Saturday in Friartown. Villanova at PC. Jeff Goodman, who you got? I know Providence hasn't been as good at the dunk or whatever we want to call it now. I'm not calling it what, it's what it dunk. is. It's the dunk. Um, it's the dunk. It's the dunk. That's it's right. the dunk. Uh, but I'm not going against them. Villanova is too, too Jekyll and Hyde for me. They just are. And I think Providence, they both need it. But again, when you get that Friars crowd, what time's the game? What time's that game? It is, is it at a, it's, it's a noon game. Noon. It's a noon game. That scares me a little bit because the Providence students might not get a chance to, to really start to pound those tall boys uh, like they usually do for those 7 o'clock games at night. Um, you know, hopefully they won't go out too hard tomorrow night and they'll be able to get up and get in there and, and support their Friars. But I don't, I'm not, I just don't bet against Devin Carter, man. Like he is a killer. He is a, an absolute, like, honestly, how many guys, if you're picking up dudes that you just want on your team for like a fight for just like, not a fight fight, but like a game that matters, I'm taking Devin oh. Carter over all those Villanova dudes, over all of them. Yeah, yeah, uh, I am too. He'd be on my second team All-American. It's amazing. Tyler Cola could be a first team All-American, and he may not be the Big East player of the year. That's insane, True. but it's just how the coaches might vote. We'll see. I'm going Providence here. You know, they might not be as good as they were, as they used to, but I'll tell you what, they're still damn good. I mean, all year at home, they've only lost twice. Providence College basketball is 50 and 5 in their last 55 home games. Come on now. Friars win this game. Carter wills them. Providence gets this one. They go to Georgetown and win. They're in. They punch their ticket there. They have UConn to wow. close out the regular season. They have UConn to close out the regular season. They could win that game too, but they're, they just need two or three and they're going to make the tournament. I like the Friars. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm. I'm with you, and you're. You're the Big East. You're. You're the Big Big East expert, and I'm not. I'm not picking against the Friars at home. I'm not doing it. Only two home losses. I just don't have a ton of faith in Villanova. Um, I, I'm. I'm still shocked that they're even on the bubble at this point in the season. I know they won some games early in the season, but I think the Friars take care of this one at home. And I, I one point spread. I don't think the game's going to be that close at all. Metrics like Villanova, their net is currently 32. They get into the top 30. That becomes a quad one game for a home team. That's crazy how that could change some some teams, one of which is St. John's. All right, is Goodman ballsy? Is he ballsy enough here? Or is he out on is he fully out on Kansas? Kansas and Baylor on Saturday in Waco. Baylor's favored by five, according to Kem Palm. Jeff, who you got? Uh Baylor. Baylor. I, I just if McCullough's not going to play, and we don't know, he might play, but I don't know how healthy he's going to be. He was going to try to practice today, I think. Um, they just have no depth. They have no depth, and they've lost a lot of games on the road this year in league play. Like, Kansas has not been good on the road at all. So I'm going with Baylor here at the uh, at the new arena. The What is it called? What's the new arena again? 
I don't remember. Foster? Is it Foster? I don't know. But I'm taking Baylor in Waco. How's that? I'm taking Baylor in Waco. No, it, it used to be the oh, Peril Center. Oh, Foster Pavilion. Foster Pavilion, Foster right? Pavilion. There you go. Yeah. Foster Pavilion. Yep. I got Baylor. Okay. Uh, Baylor missed their opportunity last weekend against Houston. Um, they get this one. They win. I like Baylor. I like them big. I think Kansas is coming unseamed. Kansas, for me, is going to be an early exit in the NCAA tournament, the rate they're going. They can't win away from Allen Fieldhouse. McCall? Yeah, I'm with you. McCuller, the question marks on him. I'll, I'll say this. If you look at Kansas' schedule and you go back to box scores and look at them, when Furphy plays well, they win. Yeah. When he yeah. struggles, they lose. I mean, and that's a lot to put on a freshman that didn't get to campus until, what, August? And they didn't even know if they were going to bring him to campus this year. But when he plays well, they win games. But I, I was really impressed coming off the loss to Houston, the way that Baylor responded at TCU. And that was big. It, it just kind of showed you, hey, guys, like we may have lost the other day to, to the eventual Big 12 regular season champion, but we're still here. And we went on the road and found a way to win that game. I don't think they lose to Kansas at home, not with, a, with an unhealthy McCuller. To the Big Ten. Last year, Wisconsin started the season 11-2. and They finished 9-13 and in their final 22 games. This year, Wisconsin started the season 16-4. and Two weeks ago, they were in the selection committee's top 16. They're not even close to that now. They've lost six of their last eight games. They're now 18-10, and 10, and now they host Illinois on Saturday. They're a one-point favorite, Jeff. Who you got? Yeah, they're going to win. They're going to win this. I just saw them at Assembly Hall the other night. They're going to win this game against Illinois. Uh, the Cole Center is a tough place to play, number one. Their backs are against the wall. Not that they're, they're, they're fighting for their tournament lives, but they're fighting to get momentum. And, you know, that fire alarm, I don't really think it did shit to their momentum the other night. I think, again, like, they came out of the gates after the fire alarm. They were just fine. So I don't think that was the issue. I actually think Indiana played fairly well in, in that game. And Wisconsin, they couldn't stop Khalil Ware. Um, Illinois doesn't have a guy like Khalil Ware. Coleman Hawkins is not Khalil Ware. He's not going to go down in the trenches and go get you 27 in the paint against them. I think Wisconsin's able to match up pretty well against this Illinois team. I think they beat them. You know, I think everything about this says Wisconsin comes out and plays angry and wins at home because they're fired up off that loss. And typically what gives Wisconsin issues is teams that also defend and, and can score. Now, Illinois can score, but Illinois gave up 97 points to Minnesota. It was Minnesota's best offensive performance ever in a Big Ten game, ever. They're but not guys, guarding. I don't, Illinois is not guarding. Uh-uh. Not one bit. But, guys, I got to tell you, I, I just – I don't like the way that this is going. At the end of the day, they still lost to, to Indiana. And um, I'm I'm taking the risk, and I'm going with another road team. I like Illinois. Uh, I've got this – I've got this take here. All right? Illinois' last three games, at Wisconsin, home to Purdue, at Iowa. Oof. I think they're going to go two and one. 
but I think they're losing to either Wisconsin or at Iowa. I have a feeling they're going to beat Purdue at home. Just my gut. They could go 0-3, too, and it wouldn't shock me. Sure. McCall? Yeah, I'm 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 going with the Illini on this one. I, I just – Wisconsin struggles. I mean, three weeks ago they were the number six-ranked team in the country, and it has just been a snowball effect since then. Uh, I, I, you know, I know they've won a couple games and, you know, they beat Ohio State um, and they beat Maryland. But those aren't two wins where you're sitting here saying, hey, those are those are great wins. Those are awesome wins. I just I like Illinois. I, I just think the firepower on the offensive end of the floor. I think they're going to go in there and find a way to win this game. I just I have a lot. I, it's hard for me just to trust Wisconsin just with what's happened here over the last three weeks. We've got a break. Up next, who will win a top 15 showdown in Omaha between Marquette and Creighton? Plus, Auburn welcomes in Mississippi State. Can Michigan State salvage their season? Tennessee at Alabama as well. Rapid Fire picks up next to help you for your weekend on After Dark. Big news, guys. I am thrilled to announce that we have partnered with Autograph, a company founded by the GOAT himself, Tom Brady. The Autograph fandom app gives you access to the best college hoops content, fan contests, and exclusive rewards like discounted tickets, all for doing the things that diehard fans like you already do, following your favorite team in the news and listening to podcasts just like this one. When Tom, and yes, I am calling him Tom, we're on a first name basis these days, co-founded Autograph, he had one mission in mind, change the fan experience for the better. It works like this. You get all of your college hoops content you want in one place. You get articles from your favorite writers, pods from your favorite hosts, contests from your favorite creators, all on the feeds and the sites that you already enjoy. But instead of having to go to all these different places, it all comes to you in one spot, the autograph fandom map. But here's the best part. The more content that you consume, the higher you rank in the app. As you consider the level up in status on the app, you can unlock unique rewards curated exclusively for you. So download the free autograph app in the app store and use the referral code F68, that's F68, or tap in at the link in the description below or in the podcast app of your choosing to start earning points for doing something as normal as listening to this very podcast. It really is that simple. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Field of 68 After Dark. Hey, there are games happening. 
Uh, quickly, before we get back into predictions, USC is up 46-41 on number 19, Washington State, early second half, early. Halftime score, Jeff, like 15 seconds here. Gonzaga 35, San Francisco 34. Let's call it what it is, Goodman. Gonzaga's got to win that. Got to win it. Got to win it to get in that large berth. Can't be uh, can't be losing that one if you're the Zags. Otherwise, you're going to have to win the WCC tournament, which will be a war. Yeah. Uh, Gonzaga, St. Mary's, Moraga, uh, Saturday night. Uh, that is going to be spectacular. That's the last game we're picking. Let's go to Omaha. Marquette at Creighton. Jeff, who do you like in this top 15 showdown? Well, Tyler Kolick's not going to be healthy. I mean, let, let's face it. If he plays, he's not going to be 100% with this oblique injury. So I like Creighton to begin with, and now I love Creighton with the fact that Tyler Kolick is not going to be at 100%. Uh, Marquette took the first meeting. This feels like a, a, a season split type of thing. These two teams have played some dramatic games. If you remember last year, Marquette really locked up the Big East regular season title on Creighton's home court. Shaka Smart leaped into the air. Creighton people did not like that. Blue Jays win this game. They're they're right now. Creighton's the toughest team to beat on their home court. Uh, they just they they they're just they hit threes. It's over for you. Shireman Alexander called Brenner. Their their supporting cast is also growing. I like the Jays. McCall. I think you said it off air, maybe that it's not as much fun when we all pick the same teams. But I'm picking the same team on this one. Okay, I'm picking the same team. I'm taking the Blue Jays at home. We saw what they did against UConn. They made 14 threes. They struggled shooting the ball against St. John's. Then they come home again, and they make 13 threes. It's going to be bombs away. Let them fly. They're going to make shots at home. I think they knock off Marquette in this one. I think the threes are going to be up, and I think they're going to be going down. And I think the Blue Jays win this game. All right, we got too many great games to get to an analysis. So I'm going to go through a couple of these here. Mississippi State at Auburn. Is anybody bullish enough to take Chris Jans on the road? No, I, hell no. Hell no. Auburn, no. all day. Auburn, Auburn, Auburn. Okay. Wake Forest at Virginia Tech. All right, Wake, you just fell out of – you fell on the wrong side. Now, you can't lose to Virginia Tech, but Virginia Tech's capable. Like they, they, and they're tougher in Blacksburg. They got some balance on the offensive end of the floor. I like the. I I'll tell you who I like, Jeff. Who do you like? Yeah, I like Wake. I like Wake, and I know Virginia Tech's been playing better, but this is this is a must win uh, for Steve Forbes. To be honest, a must win after losing at Notre Dame. Uh, I think they get it. They have more talent. They've got more athleticism. I think they go on the road and get this one in Blacksburg. Sean Padula and Hunter Couture scare me if, you, if you're on the other side of that and you got to play a must-win. And Virginia Tech's coming off a loss in which they kind of got run off the floor by Syracuse, who all of a sudden's making a bit of a run here late in the year. and could make it interesting if, if they go to Clemson and win. Virginia Tech, uh, I, I think Wake, I just – you lose to Notre Dame. I don't like the morale. Uh, I like the Hokies and their guard play and their shot-making. Uh, over Wake Forest. Hunter Salas, you better ball because uh, your team's going to need it here on Saturday. McCall. I think Wake Forest gets the win. I think they beat Virginia Tech. I think they beat Clemson. And I think they beat Georgia Tech Ooh. to close out their season. Wow. I think they go undefeated. Wow. I think they go undefeated. I'm calling it right now. Wow. Steve Forbes didn't even get to celebrate 
that win with his team the other day against Duke. There was a lot of distractions coming out of that game. All everyone wanted to talk about was court storming. That was a letdown waiting to happen at Notre Dame. I think the Demon Deacons, RC, I'm rolling with your squad. I think they finished this season undefeated. And then we need them to play either Duke or Carolina in the ACC tournament. They got to pick off one of them, and they're guaranteed to be in. Michigan State at Purdue Saturday night in West Lafayette. Uh, I don't anybody next. want it. Next. Next. See ya. We all are riding <laughs> with the Boilermakers. I got to tell you, Jeff. I got to tell you, Jeff. Purdue's got Mich- uh, Michigan State. Rather has Purdue, Northwestern, Indiana. Uh, you better get one. Yes. Yes. Otherwise, it could be Izzo and Few fighting for their lives come uh, conference tournaments. Right? Could be both of them. That'd be. That would be Crazy. unbelievable for a variety of I reasons. I mean, yeah. put put Tom Izzo, Mark Few, Rick Pitino, and Steve Forbes in Dayton. Yeah. Talk about some oh, press I love conferences. It. Love it. It would be phenomenal. I might actually go to Dayton if that happens. Goodman. I'll go with you. Tent. I will go with you. I will I'll go, go with, with you. you. That would be elite. I am in. Would. Would. I'm in. in. Live, Mark. 68 live from Dayton, Ohio. We're doing it if that happens. That's right. Dagan, right. Dagan, pack, from Dagan Anthony pack those From polos. Anthony Grant's house. From AG's house, yeah. McCall, while he's on the road playing a game. Go ahead, Fanta. Sorry. Will you, will you wear a polo? You'll, you'll wear your polo? Yeah, we can get yeah. a polo if, if, if Dagan Hughes, our producer, could somehow get these damn polos to us in time. Here we go. Tennessee at Alabama. This is the game of the day Saturday. So, Jeff, take it away. Yeah, I'm going the Vols here. I am. I'm going the Vols. Uh, I just think they're playing great basketball. I think they're the best team in the SEC. They're the most uh, well-rounded team. They've got the best player. No disrespect to our our guest earlier, Mark Sears, but Dalton Connect is at a different level because of his size. Um, I'm going Tennessee. Yeah, I'm going with the home team in this one. Uh, Tennessee, I, I don't disagree with you. I really don't on how well they're playing. And I think uh, the the uh, the sharp in me says, you know, that I, I think Tennessee is the pick as the dog. But I'm going to go with the home team here. I, I do think, you know, I, I like this Tennessee team very, very much. Uh, and I know that the game took on a life of its own. But it, it does bear noting that they allowed 84 points to Auburn. So, like – they scored 92, which is refreshing for Rick Barnes, but you're not going to make as many shots on the road. And if you don't guard Alabama, Alabama will beat you. You will have a long night. I can't wait to watch these backcourts go up against each other. Can Alabama's bigs be able to, to, to compete inside and grind it out and play physical basketball? McCall, who you like? To me, out of all the games that we're picking, it was this game and the Florida-South Carolina game that was the di- most difficult for me to pick. SEC. Most challenging one. But I'm just – I'm going back to Alabama's game against Florida, and they were up five in overtime, and they came down and continued to bomb shots when just dribble the ball out and the game's over. Just dribble it out. And then they went on the road and gave up 117 points to Kentucky. So, Rocky Top. You'll always be home sweet home to me. Not really. Can you sing it? But I'm taking- Can you sing it? Like, don't I'm say it. it. Sing it. 
Good old Rocky Top. Who? Rocky Top. Dalton Connect, player of the year. Zakai Ziegler. What a story. Coming back off that knee. Think about that, though. Taking Dalton Connect, Vescovy, Zakai Ziegler, the pieces that they had that were in the program, and they add Dalton Connect. That that just goes to show you he's the right transfer. He's not a cancer in the locker room. He's the right guy. And that goes to show you that those guys are the right guys because they welcomed him in and they're going to win the SEC championship by winning this game. All right, we got two minutes. Gonzaga at St. Mary's, Moraga Saturday night. Jeff. My God. Uh, I mean, St. Mary's is going to wrap up the WCC regular season title tonight. They're in Malibu right now beating Pepperdine. Uh, so I don't think it's going to mean that much to St. Mary's. That's why I'm going to take Gonzaga. I mean, it's going to mean something, but not as much. Gonzaga has to have it. Has to have it. So I'm taking the Zags. Vaulted is an app that allows you to participate in daily cash prize pools without an entry fee. It's the place for you to store your own predictions forever. And by using the Vaulted Challenge feature, you can prove you're smarter than your friends. Go download the Vaulted app, spelled V-L-T-E-D, to challenge your friends, store your predictions, and join daily cash prize pools without an entry fee. Here's my Vaulted Challenge for tonight. I think Gonzaga's fraudulent. Give me the Gales at home. Aiden Mahaney goes off. St. Mary's makes another statement. Gonzaga moves back to the first four out. McCall, who you got? The basketball gods are not going to allow Mark Few to miss the NCAA tournament. It's It's not happening. He has been to the NCAA tournament every single year of his career. We don't talk about how impressive that is. As Jeff Goodman goes back into the Caitlin Clark box of cereal. Give me the Zags. The basketball gods won't let it happen. Mark Few wins this game. They get in the tournament. He's not missing it. No chance. Give me the Zags. You know what? Here's my prediction. St. Mary's wins this game at home. Gonzaga wins the WCC tournament. So I still think Gonzaga's going to dance. He's going to have to win WCC. For Matt McCall, for Jeff Goodman, thanks to Mark Sears. Last call on stadium is next. I'm John Manta. It's March, baby! The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com. 